Erevin Daflam Adal was starting six lines to the bottom of Gimel Abayz. The Gemara continues to explain the din of Rabbi. Rabbi holds that there is no Issa of Shvus during Bein Hashemashim. Rabbi also said yesterday that if you're in a Rishis Rabbim, place your Erev above Ten Tfachim on a tree, it is not a valid Erev. But if the Erev is placed in a basket and is hanging on a tree, then it would be a valid Erev even if it is above Ten Tfachim. So the Gemara asked yesterday, Hey dami, if the tree is less than four Tfachim wide, so it's a Makam Tor and its Erev can be brought to his Makam Shvis and Rishis Rabbim, even on Shabbos itself, and certainly during Bein Hashemashim, and the Erev should be valid even if the Erev is above Ten Tfachim. Now if the tree is four Tfachim wide, then why would it be a valid Erev in the case of the basket if the basket is in Rishis Yachid and you can't get the Erev from Rishis Yachid to your Makam Shvisa, which is on the bottom of the tree in the Rishis Rabbim, even Bein Hashemashim, since that's an Issa of a Tzom and Raisa. And yesterday we saw a Teretz Ramavina that made a chulip between a ratio that was talking about less than four Tfachim and the Sefer that was talking more than four Tfachim. But now we're going to say another Teretz from Rabbi Emiyah. And we start to come around. Rabbi Emiyah, Mashani Kokal Ahayl V'yachlon Taisal Avil Teichasara. Rabbi Emiyah explains that both the Rasha and the Sefer are both referring to a tree that's four Tfachim by four Tfachim wide. And it's true that the Erev is in Rishis Yachid and his Makam Shvisa is in Rishis Ram. Even the Kakala, the basket is in Rishis Yachid and therefore really you shouldn't be able to make a valid Erev like that. However, you could tilt the basket so it now is lower than ten Tfachim and it's in the Rishis Ram just like his Makam and then you remove the Erev, so the Erev is valid. Now, to be shown my bothered, and I am Taisis Labagim Obeis, Hail Viachal and Taisal Avia Teichasara, that how is this Mutter if you're still being mighty to Kokala from Rishis Yachid Rishis Ram? That should be a regular Israelitza of an item from Rishis Yachid Rishis Ram, which is also on Shabbos Midiraisa. And Taisis gives two to Either we are going to say that we're going like the Rabbanon, that Agat Klishme Agat, since part of the basket is still in Rishis Yachid, there's no Israelitza, or even if it's Leishme Agat, since the basket is itself is four by four tfachim wide. It's a camelus by itself once it's below ten tfachim from the ground. So you are luckily transferring the basket from where it was originally above ten tfachim when it was considered Rishus Yachid to now when it's below ten tfachim, it's now considered a camelus, which is only a shvus, and then Rebbe holds ain't shvus bein And then you transfer the Erev from the basket and you take it to the Makam Shvis and Rishus Ram, which is yet again only a shvus of moving something from a camelus to Shram, and that's why it works over here, Lafira Biemia. Now let's remember Remember, Rabbi Yemiya doesn't say you have to actually move the basket into the area of the Rishis Ram and lower it in the airspace of less than 10 Fakhim. He says, since you can do it, therefore it's a valid Erev. So Yossi Rabbi Papa was saying over this memory of Rabbi Yemiya, and he was saying there's a concept of Hoyal. So Eisve Rabbi Shvala Papa, Rabbi Shvala asked the Kasha to Rabbi Papa on this dinner of Rabbi Yemiya, and some are going over here, Oh, me, I'm in Hoyal. Do you really say the concept of Hoyal? But we have a Mishnah that says, and this Mishnah is talking about a person that wants to make an Erev, and he needed this Erev Tchumen for two consecutive days. For example, where Friday was Yontav and Shabbos was Shabbos. And therefore, right before Friday, he wants to make sure that there's an Erev in place, but he wants to also make sure that an animal doesn't eat it between the time they place their Friday and Shabbos when he needs the Erev for Shabbos day. And the Mishnah says, Ketzeroisa, what does such a person do? He sends his Shliach on Thursday afternoon before nightfall and before Banish Mashas with food to the place where he wants to make an Erev and be and the shliach stays there and makes sure it gets dark and therefore now the Erev is valid for Friday for nightlight now the shliach brings back the food to the Baal so he can eat in his house and have his 
Uboloi, and he goes back to the city. There's no problem. Now, in order to make a good for Shabbos, Bashani on Friday afternoon, before Banish Mushes, on Yotiv, he carries it again from the Baalbite's house, or a new air if he already ate that, he could take other food, and now he takes it to that place where he needed to be kind of Shvisa. Once he gets there, the Shliach now can't carry that food back to the Baalbite's because it's Shabbos and it would be an Isra of Haitzah. However, what does he do? Now the Shliach can eat it because once it's dark, there's no purpose of having the air there. And he could go back to the city and go back to the Baalbite's and it's a valid air for the second day. Now Rashi just points out that if it would be the opposite, that it would be Shabbos first and then Yantiv, then the Shliach could go there Friday afternoon, place the air there, he could leave it there until Shabbos, and then Friday night, right before Banish Mush, he'll go again and just check that the air is there. If it's there, then it's a valid air for Shabbos as well. But the point of the Gemara again is that you actually have to take the food and you actually have to make sure that the food is in your Makam Shvisa. And we continue with the question on Lama Dalar Omanav, and the Gemara is, Am I, Nemo Kivandi Boy Amtui Matsimantle, Afagavdle Amtui Kamanda Amtui Dummy. Just like we said from Abyemio, that there's a din that you'd say hoil that since you could tilt the basket, it's considered like it's in Rishis Ram. Here also we should say, since I could go and take the food, Bainashmashes, and walk it into the place of my Makmashvisa because it's Yantim and there's no Isai Tsar at all. So why did the Mishnah over there say, Malicha Burishan or Machshachlov? You have to actually take it physically into the space of your Makmashvisa and you stay there with it through the time of Bainashmashes. Lachaira, you don't even have to take it there. Since you could have taken it, that should be enough and we should never have to actually place an Arab or place food in the Makmashvisa at all. Amr Abzer, Abzer says a fascinating Kiddush that Enochanami really the fear of BMU to say Hoyl, and therefore you would actually never have to take any Arab to your Makam Shvisa. You never have to have any food and no Muslim Shtay Sudais in that area. But there is Xer in this case because of a scenario where Yontif falls out the day after Shabbos. So Shabbos and then Sunday is Yontif. And in that scenario, you can't actually physically take the food and bring it to the Makam Shvisa on Shabbos, Bainashmash because it's also to actually carry and it would be an Issa of Haitzah at that point. And in that scenario, for sure you would have to make sure that the food was actually there on Friday before Shabbos because otherwise you would have no way to transport it on Shabbos to make the air for Sunday, which is Yantiv. And that's why we need to make Xer, like Rashi says, If you'd say generally you can leave your air in your house and you don't have to transport it to your Makam Shvisa, Mishum Hoyel, Hachinami, here also, on the case where it's Shabbos going into Yantiv, You'll be just like every Shabbos where you generally leave the Arab in your house. Here also you'll leave it in your house and you're actually not going to transport it to your Makam Shvisa on Arab Shabbos. In that case, you don't even have Hoyle and that's why it's Xerah. But generally we would say the din of Hoyle. Now just two quick points, not relevant really to Asuga, but Rashi points them out, so we'll point it out. Rashi actually says that the actual point of the Mishnah isn't really relevant to our question, but this is the only Mishnah where we have a Mishnah that spells out to us clearly as to having to actually bring the Erev to your Makam Shvisa before Shabbos. Number two, keep in mind that if a person specifically goes as is at the Makam Shvisa during Beit HaShemashas as Mechavit to be Shabbos there, then there is no need to even bring any food to your Makam Shvisa before Shabbos at all and not even having a dinner of Hoyle because you yourself, by being in that area, that's considered a Kenyan of your Makam Shvisa. And this Mishnah is specifically discussing a person who is in his own city and his own house, but he wants to make an Erev in a different spot and therefore has a Shliach who places his food there and wants to be able to bring back the food on Yantiv because he was nervous that maybe an animal would take it and therefore that Erev would not be valid for Shabbos and that's why before Shabbos he has to send the Shliach again to go and take the food there because otherwise
otherwise there wouldn't be an air. But in Chanami, if the person himself doesn't want to take food there, but he wants to walk there on Shabbos for the air of Anyatran and just stay in that Mokhaim for Bein Hashemashas, that would be valid enough and you don't actually need food. Ace Veda Gemara once again asked a question about Yemen that just said there's a concept of hell. We have a bride that says, in Skavlish Shusram, someone had Kavana to be Shavis in Rosham if you place this Erev in a wall that has a hole in it and you place the Erev below Tentfachim then the Erev is a valid Erev if it's above Tentfachim in Erev Erev then the Erev is not a good Erev now Rashi points out of course we have to talk about that he was kind of Shvisa four Amis away from this area and from the wall because otherwise like we said before you kind of your area of Dala Dala around you and the entire area above you and therefore the entire area is considered Rishus Yachad and therefore even if you place it above Tent Fachim that would be a valid error because now you're taking something from Rishus Yachad and bringing it to your Makam Shvisa that's within a Rishus Yachad as well so this price yet again must be exactly like we said in the Mishnah and according to Rabbi that you're talking where the person himself was Koine Shvisa more than four Amis away from where he placed his actual error and that's why if it's less than Tent Fachim so then you could bring it to you because you now take it from a Makam that's less than Tent Fachim in Rishus Ram therefore it's considered like Rishus Ram or at maximum a Kamalist, and then you take it from the Kamalist to Rishus Ram, and then like Rashi points out, you walk Pachis Pachis Midalamis, which according to Rebbe's Mutter, because ain't Shvus during Benesh Mashis, and that's why it would be good. But if the air was placed above Tent Fachim, then it would not be a good air because that Makim is now a Rishus Yachid, and in order to get that air from your Rishus Yachid to where you were kind of Shvisa, which is in Rishus Rabbim, you would have to be mighty from Rishus Yachid to Rishus Rabbim, which is an Isidaraisa, and is not Mutter Benesh Mashis, and therefore it's not a valid Erev. Now the Bryce continues and says as follows, to actually consider his area of Shvisa for Shabbos at the top of a pigeon's coop. So we'll send around a picture, but think about a pole that goes up from the Rishus Rabbim and it leads to a pigeon coop. The pigeon coop is of course four Tvachim by four Tvachim wide. Or Bresha Migdal, or he Kavana to make his Shvisa on top of a large closet. And the closet is also very tall. And the area on top of the closet is four by four Tvachim. And therefore, both the Shavuch and the Rosh Hamigdal, where the person now has his Shvisa on top of that area, is a Rishus Yachid. So he is in a Rishus Yachid, and that's why he want, where he wants to be kind of his Shvisa. And if the Erev, the actual food you place in the area that's above Ten Tvachim, then a Ruve Erev. Then Erev would be fine because Huve Ruve Bimakamechad. He's in Rishus Yachid, and the food is now in a Rishus Yachid as well. If it's less than Ten Tvachim, ain't a Ruve Erev. Why? Because he's in Rishus Yachid, but the food itself is less than Ten Tvachim. And it's either in a Carmelis or in a Rishus Ram. Now, if it's in Rishus Ram, we understand. You can't take something from Rishus Ram to Rishus Yachid, and that's why it's not an Arab. But if it's considered a Carmelis, that area, because it's dollar by dollar, and it's an area that's less than Tantfachim high, which we know is generally a Carmelis, then why is it not a good Arab? The person should be able to bend down and grab the muzzin of Shtei Sudas from the area that's below Tantfachim and is in the Carmelis and take it to him, which is a Rishus Yachid. There's no Issa, Midiraisa, of carrying from a Carmelis Rishus Yachid. And like we said, we're going with the rabbi that holds Ein Shvus during the time of Ben Hashemashas. The answer is, that where are you going to take it now? You can take it from a Kamalist to your area. You have to remove it from the Kamalist, put it into the Ave of the Rishus Rabbim, and bring it to you in Rishus Yachid. And we know that removing something and going from Rishus Yachid to Rishus 
Yachid. Derech Rishis Ram is actually instead of the and therefore the same thing would apply. Taking something from a Kamas, going through the Ave of Rishis Ram, and taking the Rishis Yachid would also potentially be an instead of and that's why it would be a din that this area is not a valid area. Others say that it's not actually an instead of but it so closely resembles an instead of therefore we don't say, even in this case, we don't say the din of Rebbe that ain't Shvus during the time of Benish Mashas. This type of Shvus would even be also during the time of Benish Mashas, and that's why the Erev is not a valid Erev. Now we're going to throw a wrench into this because L'Chaira, in the first case, where the Erev is which is considered Rishis Yachid, and you are also on the top of this area, which is also Rishis Yachid, and we say that that's a valid Erev. L'Chaira is also Shver, because how are you going to get the food from the Rishis Yachid, which is in the closet or in the Kaisal, and now take it and bring it above into your space? You're going to have to take it, Derech Avir Rishis and that is Issa Deraisa. So how can you do that? That's what Rashi is bothered by, and he says in Rashi, what you could actually do is you could actually walk down or you could go into that area of the closet and you could actually eat it over there and never take it into the Ave of the Now, I, you have to have it in your Makvishvisa and that is not in your Makvishvisa. No, but to keep it in the Makvishvisa, there's no difference between his Makkim and that Makkim, they're both Rishus Yachid. It's one area, the Cholomayla Masara, Adar Akiya, Chod Rishus It's one Rishus, and therefore it wouldn't be a problem, even if you don't eat it in your Makkim, in your Makkim Shvisa, but you eat the Erev where it is and you don't have to carry it, that's not a problem, and that's why it's a valid Erev. But now let's get back to what the Kasha is on Rabbi Amir. The Gemara is, the problem over here is you have this large cabinet that's standing tall and you can't reach the Erev because, like we said, since it's less than 10 Tvachim, therefore there's no way to get to the Erev. But L'Chaira, you could actually lean down the cabinet, and once you lean it down, then you bring the cabinet into the airspace, then it becomes a Kamalus as well, and then you could take it from the shelf within the cabinet and take it to your Makashvisa, which is on the top of the cabinet, and now that top of the cabinet lean down into the area of a Kamalus as well, is that going to be Muto. And you don't actually have to do it on Shabbos, but you say Hoyl, just like Rabbi Yemi said Hoyl, it must be, we don't say Hoyl, and Rabbi Yemi himself answers, Am Rabbi Yemi, we're talking about a closet where it's attached completely to the wall with pegs, and therefore it's impossible for you to actually lean the cabinet down. Rav no. I feel We could talk about a closet that's not attached to the wall. Over here, we're talking about a very tall cabinet, and therefore the Mabdalay Porta, even if you drop it down a little bit and bring it to the, within the area of the Rishus of the Kamalus, and therefore you're not going to have a problem of carrying from Rishus Yochid into the Kamalus Derech of Rishus Rabbim, you'll be also Chutzla Abba Amis, which means as follows, that originally when you made your Erev, your Wakayna Shvisa on the top of the cabinet, which was in point A. Now that you lean it down, the actual point of point A, once it leans down and is now sideways, for example, on the ground, is actually going to be much more than four Amis away from your original Shvisa. And therefore, you can't say now that I can eat that Erev in that point. It works because that wasn't the original intent of my Makam Shvisa. You're right, it's the top of the cabinet. The cabinet is the same cabinet, but it's not actually in the same space. The original and that's why it won't work, and that's why the Erev is not an Erev. Now the Gemara already took care of the problem of Rebbeim, that we don't say Hoyle over here, but the Gemara now wants to understand the case itself, and says, hey Chidami, why is it that you can't actually make an Erev over here? We said, because you're going to take it from the Kamas and bring it up to the Rishis Yochid, Derech Rishis Ram, it's going to be a problem, but Fred Gemara, if there would be a window, for example, from the top of your closet, there would be a hole, and you have a window that you can reach into it, and grab the food, and you have a rope that's tied around the food, the lace of the kaftu 
so why don't you bring it through the window and the rope, bring it up in the closet, and you'll never get into the avaricious realm, and therefore there won't be a problem, even if it's below 10 tefachim. The more answers, the less like after the master we're talking about the case. There was no window, there was no opening, and there was no rope, and therefore, that's why it's not Erev. If you are above 10 tefachim, you're in a shushyachid, and the item of the Erev is below 10 tefachim, then the only way to get it is going into the avaricious realm, and of course, that's an isidoraisa, or potentially it looks like an isidoraisa, and that's why it wouldn't be an Erev. Okay, it gets much easier now. If you place it in a bar which is a hundred amas deep, it's still going to be a good and valid air. Where is this bar? If the bar is in Rosh Yachid, we turn to Lamdal on a vase. Even if you're standing at the edge of the bar and the food is a hundred amas deep, it's fine because just like we said, Rosh Yachid goes up till the top, till Shemayim. Just like it goes up all the way, it also goes back to the depth of the earth and therefore it's still considered Rosh Yachid and you would be carrying from Rosh and this Erev is a valid Erev because it's Hu Ve'eruvay B'makam Echad and this there would be Pasha but Elam Ayla if his Kavana was to be Shavas at the edge of the bar which is in Rosh Hashanah why would he actually be a good valid Erev Hu B'makam Echad he's in Rosh Hashanah the actual food the Erev is in another place it's in Rosh Hashanah and you can't take it from Rosh Hashanah and therefore it's not a valid Erev and Elam if his Kavana was to be kind of Shvisa on the bottom inside the pit Pshita of course it's a good Erev because he is in the pit, the air is in the pit, they're both in Rishus Yachin, and therefore it's of course a valid air of like Tricha, the Kaiba Kamas. What we're talking about over here, we're not talking that he was standing in Rishus Ramon, the pit was actually in a Kamas, and therefore he was standing in the Skavalish Milo. His Kavana was to make his Shvisa at the top of the pit, which is a Kamas. The Rebbe is going like Rebbe Dama, called Avishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishimishim
asked this question of Chizov, Vishayin, Rabbi Chizov responded, Reish Rabbi, Vesev Rabbanan, Eichram, the Reish is Rabbi, and the Sefer is going with the Shitz Rabbanan. However, Vinama, Kul Rabbi, they really can say the Reish and the Sefer, even this Mishnah is going to Rabbi. Now, why do you have to pull it out of the ground? Since we're talking about a reed, which is a very soft item, therefore, if you're going to actually be moving that item, it actually might pull it out or might cut off a piece, and that will actually be Kaitza. And therefore, even the Rabbi, that holds generally, we're not Kaitza of Shvus, by something which is more shriach that it could break, therefore, even such a tree, we would say that with guys that you can't be mishtamish with banish mushrooms, and that's why you have to make sure that this reed is pulled out from the ground before Shabbos. We continue with the story. Hupa Master, there was an army unit to Asladar, they came to Asladar, and they would take up a lot of space. So, Amur of Nachman, Rab Nachman told his Tamid on Erev Shabbos, Puka Vidakfushik Fishri Baagba, Ulamacha Nezel Venezel Lao, go and knock down some reeds, and therefore, we'll be able to sit on them and learn outside on Shabbos. They asked the question to Rav Nachman, how can you tell us to do this and then we'll be able to sit there? But we know in the only way you could use reeds on Shabbos is if it actually ripped out of the ground. We said on Mishnah, if it's not ripped out and not pulled out, you can't use it on Shabbos because we look at it as if it's an Elon, you're being Mishtamish be Elon on Shabbos. So why do you tell the Talmud just to knock it down and make it like an area that you could sit on like benches? You should have to tell the Talmud to actually cut it out of the ground before Shabbos and then stack them in order to make it at his benches. And let's keep in mind that this question is Bailafi Rabbi Bailafi Rabbana because now we're not talking about Ben Hashmashas. We're talking about Shabbos itself and therefore how can you be Mishtamish Bailan? The Gemara answers our Malaria Nachmet said Hasam Bezardin our Mishnah was talking about harder reeds. That's considered like an Elon. However, over here since it's soft Rashi says it's considered like a Yerik. It's considered like a vegetable and there's no Xeri to be Mishtamish Bairakis on Shabbos. Only Mishtamish Bailan is also on Shabbos. Mishum Shvos the Tanya we learned to the Brisa Hakanim Ba'atavin Vahagin Min Elon Hain. One Brisa says that reeds and certain bushes are considered Elonis and therefore there's no din of Klayakarim because Klayakarim is only relevant to vegetables and things that grow from the ground. But Tanya Yidah, we learned another Brisa, Hakanavakidim Varavdin, again, reeds and other types of bushes and vegetables, Min Yarakain, they have Min Yarak, Van Klayakarim, and they are Klayakarim. So first we say that reeds are Min Elon, and then we said that reeds are Min Yarak. Kashadadi is a stira, El Shbarminah must be Kambayzad and Kambayzad is Shbarminah. That there's a difference between hardened reeds, which are considered Elonis, and if they're soft reeds that consider you rockers. The Gemara says the Kida Minyarik, who we just mentioned the word Kida, which is a type of a plant that it's considered a Yarik, but now we have a Mishnah. You now graft any type of Pagam, which is a type of vegetable, with Kida Levana, and place you Yarik because it comes out, you're grafting a Yarik with an Elon. Now, it's also to graft any type of different species. So, example, two vegetables, two Elonis, an Elon with a Yarik, a Yarik with Elon, all is also. But the point of the Gemara's question is just that the Mishnah says that it's a Yarik with an Elon, it calls the Kida Levana an Elon, and we just said that Kida is a type of vegetable. Amram Papa, Kida Lechudvi, Kida Levana, Chudvi, two different species. Kida was a type of vegetable, and Kida Levana was a type of a tree. And we will stop over here.